How do you attract premium clients? Mm -hmm. Make sure your messaging is concise and clear. Make sure your brand represents you and the premium ser premium services that you are going to offer to your clients, right? Um, the clients, remember, the premium clients you are trying to attract are already coming with a premium mindset, meaning they are looking for a high-quality service when they're coming to you, when they see your advertisement, and then everything else that they see on the onboarding process needs to translate properly and clearly that, yes, they are going to, you know, they're paying for what they, what they're getting. You have to be realistic and you have to be authentic and, and, and genuine with what you're offering. And also you gotta do your due diligence, right? All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to the Venture Hustles podcast. My mm -hmm. name is Saj. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show, and I've got Jack uh, Spatero with me. He's also one of the co-hosts. How are we doing, man? Not bad. How, how, are, you, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Um, it's, uh, you know, kind of, again, we, we've been filming Saturdays now, so this, is, this has been pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, it has been a very productive week. And, uh, yeah, man. We have a very busy end of the year uh, mm -hmm. planned, and we're, we're kind of like a bullet train right now that that yeah. has no intention of stopping. Yeah. Um, so if you're in front of the train, you're getting run over. And yeah, um, so just figure just out a way to life. hop on. Yes, sir. You know. So um, today we'll be discussing how to acquire, right, and retain um, what we would call a premium type of client. Yeah. You know, compared to, let's say, not so premium, and yes. what it means to what it means a premium client and what a not so premium client means. So, um, I mean, Saad, you want to kind of start us off here? What do you think? Yeah, Talk I mean, me. I think depends on the type of business that you are in. If you're a primarily like a professional service business, mm -hmm. uh, you will encounter this thing quite a bit, right? Yes. Um, if you're selling low ticket items or, um, you know, one of the things that I think you would um, encounter just like the different types of clientele. You'd see a very big landscape change until you level up and you, you know, strengthen your brand. Um, so I don't think the question isn't, is less, um, you know, are you a premium or a non-premium client? It's more of like, how can you elevate um, the services and your brand to be able to cater a, a newer range of audience that will be your high tier yes. uh, clientele yes. and the staple of your business and your brand. Mm -hmm. um, so unfortunately we call it premium, so it's easier to understand, right. but that's what it really means, at least for us, right? Yes. Yeah, totally agree. And yeah. um, I think with that being said, you know, what is it, what is a premium client, right? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, not only the, the the sale like from a dollar amount standpoint but you know someone that is a little little bit more let's say seasoned to the business world um where you know a prime example could be you know updates right you know for someone that's a little bit more seasoned um you know to to your industry or just overall doing business um you can expect them to to reach out but not hound you right mm -hmm. For updates and what is this? What is this? You know, just pretty much on your back, right? I think that's like from a 
that standpoint, that's one of the biggest things I know, like, you know, for me, mm -hmm. um, that's one of the first things that come to mind. Um, and then let me, someone that's a little bit newer, not so premium, let's say is this is their baby probably in their first experience. And, uh, you can expect to be getting calls, texts, emails every day, all types of times, you know, and we wanted to kind of talk about how to navigate through that and, you know, so, essentially level up, you know, it's a really great point. And mm -hmm. I can see that we're, we're giving away a lot of, well, we're talking about a lot of, um, like real life experience stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. but what I could tell you that it's a direct correlation, man. Yeah. Premium and high tier clients. Um, it's the mindset. Yes. Like when they're looking out for a service, they're looking for a service. Your premium clients that are looking for a service are already in that premium mindset. Meaning if they're willing to spend, double, triple, 8x what the cheapest person is offering to them, they're in the mindset that the service quality is going to be at that level where they right. will have that peace of mind. So they will operate with mm -hmm. that peace of mind when they're working with you directly. So yep. correct. direct example to what you're saying, right? Some of yep. the, like for us, we have some premium clients that are exactly that within that range. Dealing with them sometimes is an absolute breeze. We also have some premium clients that are dealing with them and working with them every single day. Um, it's different, right? It's a difficult process. Correct. They're, they're more really depends on the person too. But majority of it, when we see, is they're a lot more laid back uh, because they they trust that hey, I'm paying for a premium service, so I know I'm taking and taking care of. Yep. Um, and it's not a difficult process dealing with them. Well, so, yeah, and, and a lot of it is like you pay for what you you. Get, you pay for right? what you and get. And that's the yeah. mindset that you're kind of explaining. Like they yeah. are expecting, like they're paying for something premium from a service standpoint, and that's yeah. what they're going to receive. And then that's how they act. You yeah. know, that's a good point. I like that. 100%. And I think it comes down to like, like, I, I, I'm probably going to jump the gun on one of the questions that I had here was more of, um, how do you position yourself to be more of like that? And I think the way I see it and the way I look at it is, mm -hmm. um, if you're, you kind of want to be on autopilot, right? You want to be able to set your brand up and, and your business to the point where um, you're attracting that type of premium clientele right? Um, that are paying that premium price in comparison right. to your, let's say, your bottom, bottom dollar. But how do you position yourself to be like that? Because mm. you ideally want to be able to set it up so that when you are attracting them, they read it, they go through it, they understand, they study your brand, right. they're sold on it. Um, and then when they become a client... It's all on autopilot because a lot of that has already been educated through that process. Right. And now you're just delivering. That for me is effective positioning. Like when it comes to marketing and like, like positioning your product. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, like if I were to think about how can I get to that point, that would be my main focus is kind of reverse engineering what that outcome is going to be when they first see you and they first receive you and then what that translations looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so. With that being said, how, how what does that look like for, let's say, a brand, right? We've done this. We're continuing to do it. Like So for you, what does that look like? What do you mean? In what context? Steps, things to keep in mind. I think it varies from brand to brand, right? For us, we're a professional services company. We build tech. We build, you know, we design stuff. Mm -hmm. um, for, for us, this it was more about being very clear about what the process is, being significantly more advanced in terms of the onboarding process, the education process for a newcomer that gets onboarded, let's say from an advertisement to our brand. Right. Um, and when they come in, like, like how can they easily distinguish between us 
and somebody else um, that's offering something similar in that realm, they should be easily be able to identify the premium services that we're offering and why the premium dollar that you charge for it makes sense because of that. Right. Um, there should be no question. Like you can't have a janky website just to kind of give a real example. This is what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. You can't get it. You can't have a janky, like really crappy website with no like rinse and repeat copy pasting from somewhere else. Um, not your information, not anything. You're literally just taking someone else's idea, maybe changing up some of the words, mm -hmm. um, but not having any idea of how to actually deliver it and actually produce that service, that quality on the back end when it gets started. Um, the brand is saying something else. You're saying something else. Inconsistency. Yep. And expect to charge five, eight, ten x more than what your what your average yeah your yeah. competitors are. It doesn't make any sense. You have to be realistic and you have to be authentic and 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 genuine with what you're offering. And also, you got to do your due diligence, right? Mm -hmm. You have to when you look at the competitor landscape. And we do this quite often. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely do. You, the number one thing in my head immediately, my wheels start turning. Right. I don't know about you. But mm. I think it does too, right? I, I think we talk constantly is like, we, we already do this or we can do this. What can we do to take this to the next level? You know? Well, yeah. And then like what comes with that is in regards to like the competitor analysis is, okay, what do they do compared to what we do? And then it's like, okay, what do they not do that well that now we can do well, mm -hmm. right? So now from a client or customer standpoint or potential client or customer standpoint, as you know, they're going through vetting their options. Mm -hmm. Those are things that are going to matter to them. Mm -hmm. um, I like what you said where um, authentic and then consistency. I think consistency is one of the most vital pieces to this. Mm -hmm. Consistency in the site, the verbiage on the site, what you're saying. When someone hops on the phone with one of your sales guys, is that verbiage consistent? consistent? And then when it comes down to the actual process of executing the deal is that consistent with what was on your site and was that consistent was with what your salesperson said those like for me those three things together like will really could make or break this you know that premium attracting that kind of clientele you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's vital it really is yeah so yeah 100 percent. i think um I agree, man. I think, mm -hmm. I mean, just to kind of summarize, I guess, this particular point, right? Sure. How do you attract premium clients? Mm -hmm. Make sure your messaging is concise and clear. Make sure your brand represents you and the premium, ser premium services that you are going to offer to your clients, right? Um, the clients, remember, the premium clients you are trying to attract are already coming with a premium mindset, meaning they are looking for a high-quality service when they're coming to you, when they see your advertisement, and then everything else that they see on the onboarding process needs to translate properly and clearly that, yes, they are going to, you know, they're paying for what, they, what they're getting. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, your service on the back end has to represent that as well. Um, so there's no question about, you know, man, did I make a mistake paying eight, ten times more than I should have? That's the type of service that or, or brand that you need to position yourself to be when you're doing it. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think, you know, one of the last pieces to that would be experience in that particular industry. Yeah. You know, and especially, you know content on your site, your sales rep, whoever it is, being able to display and speak about that experience as well. Yeah. You know, obviously when you're first starting out, it's going to be a little bit tough to do that, but as you start to grow, it's definitely something you want to consider. Yeah. You know? 100%. Um, go ahead. 
No, no. So why do you think that's important? What? Like this, this whole thing. Like why, why what, can't you just scale? I guess this is a question that I was thinking like as we were ta- thinking about the topic, right? Um, can't you just scale your company if you don't have premium clients? Like is that, is I that mean, possible? The short answer would be yes. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's really just about from an experience level for your team. Um, you know, it's, it's, no one wants to deal with any headaches, right? That's the reality. Um, but then also from someone that is a premium client, like in regards to the kinds of projects that you'll be dealing with, they're going to be a a lot more of a larger scale, Mm -hmm. you know, super more fun to do, you know? And then typically if, if you're working with someone like that, like that's going to roll over into the second project, third project fourth project fifth yeah. and so on but then also the other side of the game is referrals too mm-hmm. you know you if you work with someone they had a great experience you're like hey like i actually have my x y and z you know buddy like he's looking to do something similar can you help him out of yeah. course we can right and that's i think you know like the crux to 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 a lot of that um what do yeah, you think i think so too um yeah. i just think that um when you are when you have like a regular business or let's say you're, you've figured out the secret sauce to making your small business a successful small business. Sure. Um, in the, in the, in the early years, you're not really thinking scalability or just like taking, uh, unless you're like an absolute tank and a savage. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't realize what's possible and what, you know, what the limitations are right. until pretty further down the it's, line. Yeah. Um, but let's just say, you know, when you start experiencing a plateau or very slow growth, but growth nonetheless is always good. Yes. Growth is always good no, no matter the size, right? right? As long as you're not kind of going backwards, um, then, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's still, you know, you can turn it around. But the reality is um, growth is always good. Now, it really comes down to premium clients to me. The way I see it is it's the difference maker between how fast you grow and how slow you grow. Yes. You know, I can definitely agree with that. It automatically unlocks a different level and a tier to um, what your business is capable of doing. You can start compartmentalizing what's important, what's not, um, how to break up the different departments, how to service different types of clients, how to add more services to your suite. Um, You start getting creative. I mean, I think the options and opportunities are limitless when you get to that point. Uh, But it's just one of those things where it's like, when you get to it, you get to it. And a lot of people don't, you know, they live their regular lives and they lay, the the business is doing great, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter, you know? But if you are one of those people that are looking to position your brand to attract a higher tier clientele. And again, when we say this, guys, by the way, we're not saying that the clients are are low value clients. We're really talking about like there's different types of clients that are going to pay a higher premium for the same type of product that they pay at a lower cost at a different brand. Right. Correct. Um, But there's a reason why they're paying the higher amount. Correct. Because they're getting a higher quality service. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exactly what you, and again, if you end up becoming a premium brand, you slowly stop, stop working on those low, low quality service items because um, it's, not worth it, it. It, it's not worth it. It doesn't make any sense. You position your brand to be focused solely on. So the only type of clientele you'd eventually attract are the premium clients, right? Yeah. I mean, I think a, you know, a good example of this would just be like coffee, Starbucks, yeah, premium brand. You know, if people yeah. paying seven, eight, nine, eleven dollars for a cup of coffee, twelve dollars, man, a cup of coffee. I know that you can go buy at the store and make probably a cup for a dollar. I was, I was at a, I was at some airport. I forget it was Heathrow, and I, I went to a Starbucks and I paid fourteen dollars 
for a single $15. cup of coffee. It's it's insane. But you're well, gonna you, go to you went back. Donuts. Huh? It's a lot cheaper in Dunkin' Donuts. It is. Hmm. But you go back to Starbucks over and over and over again because when you pay that amount, you're expecting a certain kind of service and product. You know, correct. That's the reality. They they ask for your name. They write it down. They're they're the quality of ingredients. I think is better. But at the end of the day, you're ingesting the same type of product. Mm -hmm. Tastes the same. Some might say Dunkin' Donuts coffee tastes better than Starbucks. Some might say that. Mm. Are you part of that? Some. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) I guess we both are. Yeah. But Um, that's a good good analogy. You know. Um, so now I guess with that being said, um, I know you had mentioned one other important point that you wanted to go over, right. In regards to attracting and retaining premium clients. Huh? Um, I think it was just a summary points. Not really. I think, um, yeah, I think I I was already going through the, the line items and kind of like one of the, some of the main important things I wanted to cover. We knew this wasn't going to be like a super lengthy podcast uh, episode, we just wanted to cover this. This was something that we wanted to talk about because it's within our realm of operations. Yeah, and it's important too, you know, because it kind of just goes back to scaling. Yeah. You know, and, and, and one of the things that can help you scale outside of just increasing, you know, your services and your team, mm-hmm. you know, this can make a bigger difference. And like you said, you know, when you are tracking these kind of clients, you know, the dollar amount goes up and you'll be able to distribute the dollars accordingly and, and grow quicker. As you were saying dollar amount, I, one thing that did come to mind, when you are attracting and you're working and dealing and servicing premium clients, like 100% your overall costs of, let's say, serving the same type of uh, product to a different, like a, like a less premium client, let's say, would be significantly higher. Your cost of running that and just overall overhead. But you know what? You're also making that premium amount and that premium dough. Mm-hmm. And when you are, everything makes sense, right? Um, you have to prioritize premium costs, premium labor costs, premium service charges yep. on the back end. You have to eat that because you have to do justice to what you're promising to your clients when it comes to that, right? At the end of the day, um, from our experience, that's the better, more comfortable route because- 100%. Yeah. It's a smoother, it's a better experience overall. Yeah. Everyone is having a better experience including salespeople, the team actually delivering the product, yeah, you know, the company, obviously the even, and then obviously the customer too, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, any, any closing you know, as we kind of wrap up, I think we should talk episode. about, you know, what's happening, I guess a little bit. Cause I, I know we got a little bit more extra time, a couple more minutes. Sure. Um, I guess like you were talking about like the student loans, Oh, okay. Yeah. More like a current event kind of thing? Yeah, more like a current event kind of thing. Um, mm. I guess like what's happening in the world because um, uh, it seems like, you know, if you've got you've got a loan of what, over 20000 you get $10,000 up to, to. to $20,000 off? I don't know. There's a lot of- um, It's like a scale, right? There's a lot of like um, you know, requirements. Like if you got a certain kind of loan to go to school, then you can get X amount off, Yeah. so on and so forth. I mean, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about it. You know, there was the bill that was passed and yada, yada. But what do you feel about it? Why don't you tell us? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Mm. You know, I mean, is it does it sound good? Yes. Mm. Is it good? Not sure. Um, but, you know, with that being said, we'll see what happens. I don't know. 
I I don't know, Mr. Mr. Biden's uh, first uh, prominent effort. I don't really know. My I don't have any student loans. Um, yeah, I've, ne- I've never had a student loan, so I don't really know. Um, I know a lot of people uh, did have student loans or do yeah. have student loans, and um, I'm very happy for them because I know a big chunk of the mental pressure in our country um, is the student debt that that we face. Right, so is this um, the right time to do this? Who knows? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. See, I don't really know too much about what went down. Um, yeah, I, haven't, I just thought that you know right. we, we were talking about it, um, and it, it is like a pretty important factor. Um, well, if you track a premium clients, it might help you pay off that student loan debt even quicker. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If you're going to school and you're in debt, it, let's freaking hope it's not for business because that's stupid. Yeah. If you got $200,000 in student loan debt, for mm. business school better mm. be harvard yeah hopefully it is yeah hopefully it is yeah because then you got you got to attract those premium clients fast <laughs> <laughs> you know you got you, you have to but um no hopefully uh hopefully it's a good thing we can always have a positive outlook you know yeah i mean i hope so i mean obviously a lot of people will be happy about it and you know some people will probably not be so happy so what, yeah, we'll you know, see. You, I guess you, Jack didn't really get the no phone silent. You know, phones need to be silent mm. in, the, in the studio memo. But, mm. uh, yeah, yeah nice, nice, nice alert, nice ringtone, bro. Thanks, bro. Yeah, mm. bro. What else you got? Um, I have read up and seen um, that Elon Musk has filed a formal lawsuit against his friend and CEO, the Google guy. Nope. The who? Jack Dorsey. Uh, so still so stupid. I don't know. I, I don't even, you know, I don't want to give Elon and Twitter any airtime. All right, fine. But Elon I do wanna... partnered with T-Mobile. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. That's, That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't That's wait for so that. So guess. Going to have cool. service anywhere and everywhere for no additional cost. I mean, yeah. that's just different. What do you think that's going to look like, man? When you're in the freaking, like, you Boonies. know how, like, when you go hiking mm-hmm. and uh, you, do you go hiking? I've got hiking. Where, when's the last time you went hiking? Pandemic. Where'd you go? Montauk? Uh, I went. Does that make sense? <laughs> Does that make sense? Right, can you Obviously, get... you're not familiar with Montauk. I've, been, you I've been to a hiking spot in Montauk, first of all. Not, uh, where? You're not hiking. It's that like trails. crazy. Trails. Yeah, yes, okay. sure. Okay. You're, you're trailing. Right, you're going you go? through a trail. You're not hiking. When I think of hiking, I'm going through the forest. Like I guess some trails, but you're also going up. Okay. Right. But yeah, I've gone like upstate and, and done some some hiking and stuff. So you know how you lose so much like no mm-hmm. self service and yeah. whatnot. You think that it'll, it'll it'll go that deep? It should. I mean, if you think about it, like that, could save lives literally. Are they promising service every? So first of all, just to kind of give some context, we're talking about T-Mobile partnering with Starlink, yes. Elon Musk. They just announced it like two days ago. Very recently. I think when when do you think they said it'll go live? Like twenty twenty three? I don't know. I didn't see. I thought I saw it was 2023, and they said that anywhere you don't have service, uh, this would allow you to have phone service, which is kind of kind of sick. Insane. Um, What's Verizon and Sprint going to do about it? We'll dude, see. why does Verizon... No, Sprint is gone, by the way. Sprint oh, is T-Mobile right. now. Verizon and AT&T. Why do they exist? Just combine your freaking towers, bro. I don't Make know. Make it all one service. T-Mobile is st- ahead, man, at this point, because they acquired Sprint, and now they have this. It just doesn't make sense. They're attracting I think, premium clients. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, T-Mobile is not a cheap service anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, for good reasons now. What else we got? Because that was a pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Um, you know, in regards to crypto, it seems to be 
Mm. Not as bad as it once was. Yeah. So and then and then it was really good because ETH was rallying uh-huh. to like seventeen, eighteen hundred, and now and it went down to fifteen. Mm. It's a it's a little seesaw action, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is. Um, oh, mm. Mark Zuckerberg announcing Oculus version two. Have you seen anything Dude, about that? Dude, I did on Rogan. Oh, right. On oh, Rogan, yeah. I sent you the, the the clip thing. Right? I sent you, you the sent clip. I sent you the okay, clip. You yes. sent me the clip. Sorry. On sorry. Rogan, how sick is that? The fact that we're going to be able to put on this Oculus, right? And they're going to be able to see if I'm smiling, or I'm, they're going to be able to see if I'm looking at them. So insane. I mean, it's unreal. I haven't seen any mock-ups of the actual um, hardware though. Like, it has to be different. It's right? probably they're probably going to have like a viral marketing campaign. It's just going to come out, drop, boom. A I lot hope, of waitlists. I thought to I buy saw it. something. Some people are saying it's going to be like eight hundred bucks, like expensive. I mean, I the one was like four hundred. The Gen One. So, by the way, if anyone hasn't listened or watched that, I have. I've watched bits and pieces of it. Um, the 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 Zuckerberg and Rogan podcast episode. Yeah. So far, there's so many like. You would love it, yeah. Uh, because Zuck's like a little weirdo, and it's kind of like Zuck. <laughs> but it, it's good to kind of see like what's happening behind that, you know, that mind. Yeah. But but there's another thing that he revealed: augmented reality. And he was just like, I think they're kind of working on something. And he was like, he, he's trying to want, he wants to make it a point where in the next five years or so, you're wearing a cool little just glasses, just regular glasses Good. with AR. Good. Um, and you're playing poker with your boy. And let's say you've got the same glasses on. And then there's going to be a hologram of you sitting on my couch. That's insane. And we're playing poker. That's insane. That's that insane. is going to be ne- no one's going to need VR then. I'm I'm going to tell you right now. Why would you need VR? That's that's real world augmentation. Like this is everything. Why you wouldn't need VR at all, bro? Anywhere you go, you're sitting on a plane and you got Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and your boy wants to sit on that plane with you. Mm-hmm. Hologram, play some blackjack, dude. Yo, different. <laughs> that's sick. It's gnarly. Are we are we going off track here? I think I mean, like, good, like good, a little good. bit, but like it's all good. Yeah, you know. This is how to attract the premium clients plus, you know, maybe some just current event type of stuff. It's okay. Sometimes we, we can talk about some current events. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've, you know, if you guys noticed, we've tried to stay very topic focused because we want to add value and that's what the Venture Hustles brand is about. I've had some friends of mine that said, yo, man, I, I love you guys. I love the podcast, but um, I want some hot tea topics. You know, like drama stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, they say the podcast. Yeah. You, I, you know, I was hoping I was like, you were going to say like, yeah. you might find that, you know, on MTV or yeah. or, or something. This is TMZ. It. Yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. But that's kind of what we're, well, you know, sometimes we'll drop some hot tea topics like here and we'll tell you what we think. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, but um, I guess that being said, as we kind of wrap up here. Yeah. Um, always a pleasure, you know, hoping that people, you know, listening, got some value out of the premium client side and, uh, you know, got some new information with the, the updates and, um, you know, as always we're available on every single podcast platform. Yep. Um, YouTube just introduced YouTube shorts, which we're pretty excited about. It's been doing very well over the last, it's like a week old. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Instagram and TikTok. you know, if anyone has ever has any questions, um, feel free to reach out to Saj and I, you know, our Instagrams are, are on the site and, you know, are very public. Um, and I'll, or also you can reach out to Adventure Hustles Instagram or whatever. And, um, yeah, we appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, as always, no matter where you are, hope you en- are enjoying your, your day and night and, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Enjoy.
Yeah, yeah. Venture hustles, life is really what you make it. Building up your brand is whatever you created. Uh, really ain't no limit. You just gotta love it. Working day and night, it's all about the venture hustle. Hey, venture hustles. Time to take it to the next level. Let's go. 